like to say we're thankful to be here. Got the sun shining out. It's good to be in God's house. Um, I'm thankful for that last song, Jesus Loves Me. I'm glad he loves me and he saved me. Um, just looking for a good day and um, thankful to be back in church. Um, Wes, Mike Nichols, uh, dismisses Sunday school. glad to be in the Lord's house this morning. It's a privilege. And uh, as, as, as I get older, it seems like there's been more times that I've had to miss church. And it makes it more of a privilege when you do get, get here. And uh, we got a real good lesson this morning if if the Lord will help us. And that's that's the way it is all the time. Uh, this title of the lesson is Prophet of Deliverance, but uh, the first verse of the lesson, Moses talking to the children of Israel, and uh, Moses, Moses is a prophet of God. And uh, he said, the, the Lord thy God, this is the 18th chapter of Deuteronomy, the 15th verse. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me, unto him you shall hearken. And uh, You could, you could probably take that a natural a natural side of that a little bit. Say, well, he's talking about Joshua, and to some extent he might have been. But this is, if you read over in the New Testament, Jesus went into the temple 
and he got the he got the book and he read this scripture and he he told the people then said this day is this fulfilled in your ears and uh, so this this scripture is talking about Jesus and uh, the prophets uh, well in in the first chapter of the book of Hebrews said God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake unto the fathers by the mouth of the prophets hath in these later days spoken unto us by his son whom he hath appointed heir of all things so he he, the, the same person was doing the talking all the way down through time. He was talking through the prophets. And God himself made the first prophecy when he, when he, he told Satan, said, uh, you're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to bruise your head. And uh, so that was talking about Jesus also. And uh, so God... God gave the prophets what to say. The, the prophecy wasn't given in, by any uh, personal interpretation, but the Bible said holy men of God rode as they were moved upon by the Holy Ghost. Now, you could say, and we know, we know Jesus was the same way. He said, I'm just telling you what my father told me to tell you. And if, if we do our job right, if we, when we move in the spirit and God gives it to us, we're just, we're just giving people what God give us to give to them. And uh, same way, uh, our preachers, if, if they don't, if they don't deliver, um, if they don't humble their heart, I'll say it this way. If they don't humble their heart and follow the spirit of God, they don't preach the gospel. And, uh, there's a scripture in the first chapter of the book of Jeremiah where God called Jeremiah, and I may not get that exactly right, but he said after he called him and told him what he wanted him to know, he said God touched his lips. He said, I've touched your lips and I've put my word in your mouth. So God, God gives his people what he wants them to have. If, if, and this is a big if, if we all follow him. Now, by the same token, and I just this just now hit me. Uh, Terry, Terry could get up here this morning and preach the best he's ever preached, the highest in the spirit he's ever preached. And if I'm sitting there and ain't in shape to receive it, then it's it's my failure. I can't receive. I can't receive the things of God in the flesh. This, I gotta, I gotta crucify this fella, and and get this out of the way, in order to enjoy the things that God's got for us. And that's the hardest. That's been that's been the hardest job I've ever had all of my life. And uh, but uh. Anybody got a comment? Uh, in, the, in the first chapter of the book of St. John, the first verse said, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the 14th chapter said, 
and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the word of God, the word of God has been the same. And I hope everybody here can see this. The word of God's been the same since before the foundation of the world. The word was with God and the word was God. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's the living word now. But that's, that's what this, this is a record of that living word. And God, God delivered it to us when he wanted us to have it. Uh, if, if, if history's right, and I, I don't know about that for sure, but if history's right, the book of Job in the Old Testament is the oldest book in the Bible. And Job, and I don't know exactly when it was written, but Job said in the 19th chapter of the book of Job, he said, I know that my Redeemer liveth, that he shall stand upon the earth in the latter time. And that's a long time before Jesus come in the flesh. And he, he already, Job already had a hope in the resurrection. He said, if a man die, shall he live again? Then he answered that question. He said, all my appointed days will I wait till my change come. Thou shalt call and I will answer thee. So he, he had a hope in the resurrection thousands of years before Jesus ever came. And everybody that's ever been saved, every one that's ever been saved, had a hope in the resurrection through Jesus Christ. If Adam got saved, and I believe he did, if Adam got saved, he got saved through the blood of Christ. Now, granted, they didn't have, they didn't have this book, but God, God gave them one law to keep, and, and he put them in the garden, same place he put us when we was when we were growing up as infants. We were in, in innocence, same as Adam and Eve was. He gave them one law to keep, and they broke it. Now, he put the tree of life in the garden, and he put the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the garden. And if you want to have it, Jesus is the tree of life, and that's, that's an absolute. The tree of knowledge of good and evil is, is God's law. And he told them, said, you eat that tree, you're dead. And they went ahead and done it anyway. God, do you remember when God called you and told you you needed to get saved? I... I remember, I've told this a lot of times, but I remember a time me and some of my friends was just out messing around, and we was joking about going to hell. I don't know how old I was at that time, maybe 12 or 13, I don't know. But it was a big joke to us then. 
But that morning in 1956, when the gospel got down here, it wasn't a joke anymore. It scared me to death. And uh, when I come and got saved, now, God put, God put his word, and that's Christ, down in here. That, that, that don't mean I know everything. That, I'm not trying to say that. And, and nobody does. But we have the ability through the Spirit of God to understand the Scriptures when we need them. We'll, we'll, never, we'll never understand all of it. We'll, I believe we'll understand what we need to understand. When I, when I need help some, some way or other, seem like, did you ever just sit down and be reading in the Bible and run across a verse that just seemed like it opened the windows of heaven and lifted you up? And then you try to share that with somebody else and it, and it just didn't work. But God, God had something just for you or just for me, whoever's doing the reading. He had something just for us right at that time. And maybe on down the road we could share it with somebody else. But anyway, he told, he told Jeremiah, said, I put my words in your mouth. He's put, he's put his word in us. We're able, the Bible said, be ready always to give an answer to any man that asketh thee a reason or the hope that's in you. We can, if we can't do anything else, we can tell people about getting saved. How good it is. And uh, we might not know. I've tried to, I've tried to talk to people before. And, and, seemed like I just couldn't get the right words to, to say to them, to get them to understand what I was trying to say. I do that sometimes in Sunday school, seems to me like. Uh, just don't seem to me like I get the point across like, I, like it ought to be. But, but God, what God gives us, we can give to somebody else and be a help to them. Anybody got a comment? In the first chapter of the book of Acts, said uh, Jesus told his disciples, said, but ye, ye shall receive power. After, and Terry preached on this just recently. We read it. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And I, done, I quoted the scripture a while ago that the holy men of God wrote as they were moved upon by the Holy Ghost. Same spirit. And you got people that'll try to argue you that the people that back before Christ didn't have the spirit. And you can't read the, you can't read the Old Testament and say that. And you read where they took Jesus up to the temple when he was eight days old and uh, Simon was up there. And the Bible said that God by the Spirit had told him 
that he wouldn't see death till he'd seen the Lord's Christ. Told him by the Spirit. And uh, so, and Elihu, I was talking about that being the oldest book in the Bible. Elihu said in, in the book of Job, there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. And that's, that's telling the whole story. God gave me the understanding that Sunday morning in 1956 that I was going to hell. I didn't understand that before. I didn't, I didn't really see into it down here. I'd been taught it in here. But I didn't see it down here till that morning. And it was just, and I've told this hundreds of times, but if it hadn't been for Edna Mason, hard telling where I'd be. If she hadn't come to me that morning, I'd have probably stood right there and held onto the bench. I, I, I hate to admit this, but I was stubborn. Uh, I, would have, I would have stood right there. I, I didn't want nobody to know what kind of shape I was in. I, I said it every Sunday about it. I, look, I was looking preacher Ash right in the eye and uh, keeping, uh, trying to keep a brave face. Uh, but I'm glad, I'm glad that God got his work done that day. And he done a good job. And I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on what God done down in here. It's lasted, that's been 65 years or longer. Best thing ever happened in my life. And, uh, but anyway. Anybody got a comment? According to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire anymore that I die not. And kind of the same attitude that every one of us had when God convicted our hearts and showed us we was lost, showed us how great God was and how little we were. And uh, we didn't want to be in the presence of God uh, maybe for a little while. We, we kind of, in the flesh, we kind of drew back from it just like they did from the, from the mountain. Wanted Moses to do everything for them. And if we're not careful, even we... As God's people that's been saved by the grace of God, if we ain't careful, we'll put everything on the pastor and sit back and cross our arms and say, Terry, bless us. And Terry can't bless us. He can follow the Lord, and that's a blessing if we're in shape to receive it. But the, our blessings uh, come from God first. But if I'm not in shape to receive them, I won't get them. I remember one time, and I've told this before I know, I was sitting right here, maybe in the old building, I don't remember, but I was sitting right here on the front bench. And uh, dry as a chip, I couldn't feel nothing. Couldn't, couldn't pray, couldn't seem to get a hold of nothing to pray with. Sitting there trying to pray. 
and Lord, I need I need your spirit. I need I need to feel your presence. Something on that order. I don't remember if that's the exact words, but wasn't getting nowhere. And finally, I said, Lord, if you can't bless me, bless the church. And he heard that one. And he filled my cup up and run it over. I was, I was being too selfish, evidently. I was, wanting, I was wanting him to give me something. And uh, when I prayed for somebody else, well, he'd give me what I wanted. And uh, so sometimes we got, sometimes we got to get this fella out of the way in order to receive the blessings that God wants to give us. Anybody got anything? Getting saved, like I said a while ago, is the best thing ever happened to me. And and everybody that's ever been saved can say the same thing, I believe. And uh, I remember what, while Dolly was talking, I took my mind back the Sunday morning I got saved, preacher ash, and and. I don't have any idea why why I remembered this all the been a long time, but I remember just like yesterday the scripture that he read when he got up to preach out of the, out of the sixteenth chapter of the book of Matthew. Jesus asked his disciples, "said Whom say whom do men say that I the Son of Man am?" And they said, "Some some say you're John the Baptist, some." Uh, Elias and some Jeremiah or one of the prophets and he asked them said whom but whom say ye that I am and Peter answered thou art the Christ the son of the living God and uh, God made that real to me that morning and uh, he said flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee but my father which is in heaven same spirit I was talking about the word of God has to come through that spirit in order to do its work and, and 
by the same token, that spirit has to get down in here to get the work done in here. Anybody else got a comment? In the sixth chapter of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah was telling his experience. After God spoke to him, said, and the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And uh, so when God, when God shows you your lost conviction of your sin, it tears you up. It convinces you that you're not right with God. But, but besides doing that, it shows you how to get right with God. And uh, it directs you in that you couldn't... There's absolutely no possible way that you can pray to God and be heard without the Spirit guiding you. Even, even save people. You can't pray without the Spirit. The Bible said the Spirit maketh intercession for us with utterings that cannot be, uh, with moanings that cannot be uttered, something on that order. But, so it's, it's God's Spirit that makes intercession. And if, if I'm not living where God's Spirit will move in my life, I can't pray except maybe if He'll give me a Spirit to repent with. Did you ever did you ever get wrong? And I know everybody here has sometime or other, but did you ever get wrong and decide I need to repent? I'm I'm wrong. Just be thinking it up here. And get off somewhere and try to try to repent. Couldn't get a hold of nothing to pray with. Just had to wait till the Lord give me opportunity. And uh so it takes it takes the spirit. Anybody else? And and I'll I'll say this now to uh, when 
what Dally said and what we've talked about, uh, God's conviction and, and how bad we felt, how condemned I felt. I've been saved. I, like I said, I've been saved a long, since I was 15 years old. And I've never felt that way again. God took that away from me that morning. And I walked out of the church house that morning walking on air. The best I ever felt in my life. And I, well, I've felt that good a few times since then, I guess. Or maybe better a time or two. I don't know, but, but I sure felt good that morning. I knew, I knew my life was changed. And uh, there's been a few times that I didn't act like it. But for a long time, and I'm, uh, Brother Vic used to talk about God carrying him high for a while, and he did me too. And I think he does most of us, or maybe all of us. He'll carry us high for a while. And, and give us a chance to maybe get a little nourishment and get built up a little bit before he sets us on our feet. Same way when a baby's born, you don't set them down on, the, on their feet and expect them to walk right off. And, uh, and then it's, it's, up to, it's up to each and every one of us how fast we grow, and we all have opportunity. The church is here, and I, I've been a member of this church all, ever since I was 15. And, and the opportunity's been here for me to come to church. And we thought we've had real good, and I know some, pe some churches have a little problem with, with some of this stuff, but God's blessed us. Beyond measure, far, far as preachers are concerned, we've had some of the best that ever lived. Pastor of this church. And all the hundreds of singers and uh, good, good Sunday school teachers. God's, God's blessed us real good. So the opportunity is here for people to grow the Bible's told us to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He told us to do that. So we have to put forth an effort to do that. And, and the first thing about doing that is to pray. And uh, the Bible said, Study to shew thyself approved a workman unto God that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth. So we... We need to pray, we need to study our Bible, and we need to come to church when we can. There's been a lot of times that I've, I've come to church and, and somebody preached something that, I, that I'd wondered about for years maybe. Give me a little, just a little bit of understanding on it. So we'll, we can grow in this we can grow in this thing if, if we want to. And God wants us to. He's not going to hold us back. Anybody got a comment?
And the Lord said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. They, they, didn't want to, they didn't want to get close to the mountain. And if people, if people don't want to, just like that Sunday morning I got saved, if Edna hadn't come to me and followed the Lord and come to me that morning, I would have stood right there and held onto the bench, I believe, and left the church lost because of my pride. So we can, we can let things get in our way and maybe, I don't know this for a fact, but maybe never get back to the foot of the mountain again where the fire of God reaches out to you. Might, have not, might not have never. I don't know. So, so I thank God Every time I think about it, that Edna followed the Lord that morning. And, uh, and God saved me. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And Jesus brought the, the gospel... Uh, we call we say the gospel dispensation. That's our words, but God's gospel has always been. You read the fifty-third chapter of the book of Isaiah, and tell me that's not gospel. God's God's men. When it comes by the power of the Holy Spirit, God's delivering the gospel to somebody. And, and God delivered the gospel to these people. And, and if you want to read, they was, they was a bunch of them fell in the wilderness because of unbelief. But the Bible said they did all this talking about the same people, I believe. Said so they did all drink that same spiritual rock, and that rock was Christ. And that was them people who was walking through the wilderness. They drank of that same spiritual rock. They got the same drink of water out of the fountain that, that I got. And uh, so they were saved by the grace of God. I'd say most of them anyway. And... Uh, They got it the same way I did, the gospel. Anybody got a comment? So he, in the fullness of time, and God, God had a timetable. He, he spoke to the devil in the third chapter of the book of Genesis and said, uh, you will bruise his heel, but he's going to bruise your head. God had a timetable set up before the foundation of the world. The Bible said that Jesus stood as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. God's plan, or 
It ain't, it ain't a plan. It's a reality. It was a reality in, the, in heaven before the foundation of the world that we could get saved by Jesus dying on the cross. That was a reality before any of the world was ever made. And uh, so uh, God had it all ready. He had it all mapped out, however you want to say it. And uh, everything, I believe, I believe everything that God wanted to happen from the beginning down to this present time, except, except for one thing. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Everything that God ever wanted to happen has happened. Right on time. The only thing that hasn't happened that I know of is everybody's not saved. God, God sent his son to die for everybody, and he wanted everybody to get saved. But by the same token, God, God already knew they wasn't going to. But he wanted everybody to get saved. And he still does. He, everybody, that's, everybody that walks the face of the earth, God wants them to get, be able to go to heaven. But he said that there'd be many go down, not believe. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. That's what I was just talking about. If, if, if we turn God away when he gives us that opportunity to get saved, woe be to him. God... Uh, God's got two places to hold a human family. We've heard this preached over and over and over. God's, God's people that have been saved by the grace of God are going to heaven by the grace of God. And people that turn him away ain't going to, they're not going to heaven because they're such bad people. And, and we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. If you want to, in the sight of God, every one of us was bad people. But we're going to heaven because the grace of God and the blood of Christ cleanseth from all sin. We're going because we're saved. And people are going to hell because they're not saved. They turn that call away when God calls them. And uh, if, if they don't never get another chance, that seals their eternity. And I pray God give them plenty of time. But the prophet, now listen, but the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. And did you ever, I'll use, I'll use me for an example. Did you ever, God give you a testimony and you really burn it up? You know God give it to you. But it's just a little, maybe just a little, little bit of one like saying, I thank God I'm saved. 
just a few words and you stand and think or sit and think that ain't enough and you try to add something to it I've done that and it killed the whole thing what God gave me would have been good but what I tried to add to it killed the whole thing that was a dead issue and if I try to do things if I try to do things in myself without trying to get my heart humble and letting God use me, it's a dead issue. And uh, whether, whether these people died, just fell over dead naturally or not, I don't know, but they, they didn't have no spirit to move with if they, if they moved wrong. Now, I were required, but the prophet, which shall presume to speak a word, They'll die, I think. But if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord hath not spoken? If you've been, if you've been saved by the grace of God and you're, and you're close to the Lord, you'll know when the Lord's speaking. He said, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they'll not follow. So if somebody can get up and hoop and holler and, and I, I've seen this done. This is my opinion. I hope I'm wrong. But I've, I've, I've seen preachers, or called themselves preachers anyway, get up and hoop and holler and carry on and, and not a thing in it. Or nothing that I got. And I just figured it was, it was one of these situations they'd made them up one. And... Uh, and Terry be the first to tell you, he don't, he don't direct what he preaches. If he, do, if he preaches right, which he does, as far as I'm concerned, most of the time, I, I don't know if I've heard him do very many flops, but he does real good. But it's because he follows the Lord. And by the same token, every one of us, I've heard, I've heard people in church, I'm, I'm going to have to shut up. I've heard people in church before that never did say nothing hardly, but when they did, the whole church get on their feet. And, uh, and that's what I'm talking about. Move, move when the Spirit moves you, 